in terms of the astrological side, I mean, there's many prophecies around the shift from all, all cultures, I think, India culture, the Kali Yuga shifting into the Golden Age, the Mayan calendars, the um, Book of Revelations. They're all talking about the shift from darkness to light. And of course, when there's a shift from great darkness to light, there's a bit in between, which is the challenging bit. It's the kind of bridge. It's the wobbly, wibbly, wobbly bit where we're clearing out the old personally and collectively and stepping into a new reality. Or the energy of the Aquarian age has been hitting the planet, I would say, for the last 60 years. There's a lot of debate about this. People have all kinds of versions of when it starts. And some people say it hasn't started yet. When I look at the world, it seems to me very obvious that it started. And for me, it started really beginning around the 1960s, I think. Yeah, after maybe after World War II, star seeds started coming in. There was starts to shift from the old 50s mentality. Beatniks, you know, in America, you had all that wonderful beatnik stuff. And, and then the 60s hit, flower power. And this was really a shift in consciousness. It was just the beginning of it. It really didn't take because it was just like a wave, a beginning wave and it kind of died out and hit the shores and dissipated there are other waves that come in you know in the 70s there were um spiritual teachers that awoke you know there were channels that came in there was a brilliant seth material in the 60s and then in the 70s more channels were waking up and coming online a brilliant channel that i quite like is an american one called lazarez who came online in the 70s lots of conscious and trance channels came online in india there was this, the teacher osho that a lot of westerners went over to and i really came to the field this whole scene in the early 90s where again there was another wave of revolutionary teachings around you create your reality and all this stuff and then that kind of died down and then the millennium came along and then I think another wave started to build around 2007 a lot of people felt this wave or pull to shift or change their life I know I did in 2007 8 I resisted it 2009 it started really pulling and hit, hitting me and I was like my life was pretty good at that time I didn't want to shift so I resisted it and then boom I was blown out and so I think actually a major shift happened before 2012 a lot of people talk about 2012 I think it happened it's quite possible the 11 11 11 was the moment of the real shift into the Aquarian age but people argue about this it doesn't matter because it's happening you know around us and um, after 2012 there's an acceleration of energy acceleration of intensity I think starseeds we could talk a little bit about that I've talked before about them but starseeds were due to really waken on mass between 2016 2018 9 I've witnessed certainly and a mass awakening people contacting me all the time through social media emailing me I, the interest in the shift is intensifying now um, I'm of an age where I first heard about the age of Aquarius through the hair musical you know this is the dawning of the age and I remember all that and so we've had this kind of shift we're, we're in this period of mass awakening now and really the ages astrological ages they last I'm not a professional astrologer but they last somewhere around 2150 years each age the age of Aries preceded the age of Pisces so Aries around the time of Christ's birth was the ending of the age of Aries empires you know Roman Empire an empire kicking out other empires you know you had Alexander and you had Carthage and all these empires jostling for power but the birth of Christ heralded the age of Pisces Pisces was really the birth of you could say religion the age of the guru um, it was also the age of hierarchies structures and these hierarchies were like pyramidical shapes you know you had the guru at the top 
and all the followers various down or you had the Pope with all the various layers or you had the Archbishop or generals and you had the Prime Minister all these structures and you had the kind of hidden groups like hidden governments which were behind all that which were really kind of running the show in a way so Pisces has been about devotion religion following people who know the secrets. All the secrets were in the ashrams, were in the monasteries, or in the hidden temples. And people are in the know. We followed them. You know, they're the ones we go to. You didn't know, need to know all the secrets. You needed to find the teacher that could tell you or could enlighten you or could his energy would just bring you up or whatever. But as we're ending the age of Pisces, the age of the guru is gone, as most of us know. Some people are still hanging on to the age of the guru. But the gurus are falling one after the other, aren't they? They're kind of falling off their pedestals, uh, kinds of sexual misconducts and strange things going on and the dark is being revealed in the light and you can't hide the dark anymore the more light comes the more these old control groups are being released so here we are and the Piscean age was dominated by power violence slavery devotion religion extremism fanaticism you know that's the worst side of the the Piscean age and um, here we have here we have the new energy coming through in the 60s which is more about connection groups global village unity consciousness which is which is Aquarius you know the age of Aquarius we don't need to believe in anything in, in, in the age of Aquarius it's all about information as we know it's all about whereas before information was hidden now information's freely available and the problem is we have too much information we have too many books too many 10 principles or 10 processes to enlightenment we have too much so now we're in the spiritual supermarket where the challenge is not to find the right teacher but you know to to kind of find your way through the maze of information and thousands of books being published and hundreds of e-courses and the the confusion for a lot of people you know I, i was very fortunate that i um I was a director of this company where we hosted hundreds, well, thousands actually of teachers over the years. So I got to hear so much. And I also got to tune my own intuition around what felt right, well, for me anyway, or what felt generally off, you know. And a few teachers and spiritual authors did topple in my time in alternatives. There was there were scandals and, and teachers were ejected because of various misconducts that came to light. You know, I was I was always interested, my ex-partner used to say, I should have been a woman, loved, loved the spiritual gossip. But I found uh, having my ear to the ground meant I knew beyond what was pre-presented, what was really going on behind in organizations. And, you know, there's always issues around money and sex and power. And those are the kind of teachers that usually fall by the wayside. But there are wonderful teachers who are congruent and wonderful. But there is a whole range of beings in the mix as we kind of pass through this volatile age. So here we are. And Aquarius is not hierarchical in the kind of vertical structures it's more spiral or about connections it's like imagine like a spider web connecting in all kinds of areas and light and information can come from every area it's around unity and reconnecting all parts of ourselves. so at the same time as we go through this volatile stage we're seeing loads of teachers channels light but we're also seeing volatility we're seeing extremism we're seeing fanaticism and the worst kind you know in the middle east and and even in america you know i'm sure you don't mind me saying but we and in england also far-right organizations coming out you know so the dark if i might talk about the dark as a general term the dark are those controlling manipulating forces they were blocking the light for all the way through the piscean age and you know age of aries they've been blocking the light but in this time of transition they're actually in some ways initiating the light 
actually. They're activating the light. So if you think of a an event like 9-11, it's the major event of the 21st century, isn't it? 9-11, which has mm-hmm. created all this darkness and war and control and snooping governments on their citizens and all of that. But actually, after 9-11, a lot of people woke up. They looked at it and go, that's not right. Our governments are not telling us the truth. There's something wrong with this. I, I checked out on uh, on social media and millions of people were seemed to be like checking out websites of 9-11 and the conspiracy theory and facts of it. I mean, there's a lot of conspiracy theories around which we should avoid, but 9-11 is one that I did look at because I thought it was worth looking at considering all the mayhem it's caused. And it looked like there's a lot of um, negative forces behind it that most people can't see. The Wizard of Oz, you know, behind the curtain saying, don't look at the guy behind the curtain. There are these people who are becoming more more seen. At the moment, the mass population on the planet is not quite ready for that revelation yet because if they really get it, there will be kind of revolution and toppling of hidden governments and, and forces of power that are pulling strings with, with lots of money and wealth and connections you know, behind them. They're mostly hidden at the moment, but those forces are becoming increasingly visible. And eventually, I think the earth seeds on the planet will wake up when they realize how much manipulation has been going on. But what I mean by earth seeds are those people have been here on planet earth for a long time in the reincarnational cycle in the whole slavery war empire building empire falling all of that and, and these guys can't really quite get ascension or transition because they've been here far too long and if you talk to these guys about love light ascended masters angels they look at you as if you're absolutely bonkers you probably know people like that i imagine mm-hmm. and so those people are never going to be convinced by spiritual revelation they're not interested in it and i know lots of people who want to they wish their mother or their brother can somehow embrace the light. It's almost like we've got evangelical new ages, but these Mm -hmm. people are not interested and we shouldn't be trying to convert them. What they will be woken up by is revelations about what is really going on on the planet. That's what will wake them up. So I think starseeds wake up through spiritual revelation. Earthseeds wake up through the kind of WikiLeaks revelations and the whistleblowers. And they look at it and go, we have been duped. The wall has been pulled over our eyes for a long time. That's what will wake them up because they're very practical earthseeds. They, you know, rocks are hard waters wet types so don't talk to them about angels or ascended masters or 2012 they'll just think you're bonkers you know my, my all of my family are like that basically it's the main mission of earth seeds i mean there is there is growth for earth seeds of course growing through tremendous opposition limitation oppression and all of that does produce a certain amount of resilience a certain amount of qualities i mean earth seeds are growing and they're learning of course they're learning leadership they're learning all kinds of things mm-hmm. but they're not really here on the same path of service as a, as a starseed. Starseed is here to wake the planet up and help the shift. So Earthseeds are not. They're here for personal growth and eventually on their own cycle of evolution they will of course be moving on. Karma with children is a massive service actually. You know just uh, just being parents of children and family. This is why so much energy of, of Earthseeds is, is wrapped up in families and with starseeds it perhaps is less for a lot of them because their energy is more planetary. They're more here for a, di- for a different reason. Soul mission which may or may not include children but even if it includes children it's not going to be the be and all and end all of their lives you know so I've got children I've got grandchildren but it's certainly not I mean I, I do put a lot of energy in family and I love them dearly but I know I'm, I'm putting most of my energy into this soul mission this soul work which is reaching as many star seeds as possible waking them up giving them information they probably need meditations transmissions to help them get through a dark period because it's still a dark period for a lot of star seeds who are going through some of them a dark night of the soul and they need somebody on the other side going it's okay the light is 
over here, I've been through the dark and it's all right. You know, there are a lot of energies that star seeds have picked up. Some star seeds have been here a long time actually and they've kind of gone underground they're, they're the kind of what do you call it the fifth column or something you know and those star seeds may have been here since uh, the fall of lemuria which was a fifth dimensional civilization so when lemuria fell some beings decided you know what i'm out of here i ain't hanging around this dimension i'm off <laughs> and some star seeds said i'm going to go undercover and i'm going to embed myself in this 3d dimension and i'm going to wake up when the time's right which is a very hard thing to do so those star seeds that went through that mission one there was a tremendous sense of loss or abandonment by spirit or the goddess because it was a very matriarchal energy back at lemuria so an abandonment by spirit and a lot of anger can be there as well so that is something that gets healed as the awakening process comes up can i trust spirit it let me down all that time ago it abandoned me why did it abandon me because consciously we don't know these things you know it's it's known by our higher self but we don't don't know so we feel abandoned we feel lost we get battered in the 3d world we hide and the, the one of the core beliefs i mean there are energies such as abandonment mistrust confusion all this stuff anger gets layers of it has to be released one of the core beliefs star seeds have to release i found is the belief that the dark is stronger than the light which is very common all of us have it if we've been through this dimension because we've been through a time where the dark is stronger than the light the light will get stopped the light will get strangled and choked and snuffed out so if you've been through enough lifetimes and it's very common where we've been hurt harmed exiled abandoned humiliated whatever eventually we learn i'm going to be invisible i'm going to hide this is the key thing for starseeds so in the 3d going through these ages we hide and then along comes aquarius and the and the energy goes it's time to come out of the spiritual closet and we normally go you must be joking i ain't doing it because the dark is out there and it's going to smash me there's a sense of around safety or trust that has to be built and faith that has to be rebuilt and courage and connection so we rebuild the connection and all these things start f following in. We have to reverse the belief that the dark is stronger than the light. It's almost universal in star seeds that have been through the 3D matrix. And in myself, you know, when I started waking up, I was like terrified, thinking I'm going to be smashed at any moment if I get out and speak on the stage. I've reversed it in myself. So now when I t speak to people who've got this belief, I say, well, look, if the men in black are really after you, don't you think they'll have come for me first? You know, I'm really out there on the public stage and they kind of get, I suppose, so you know it's just building a sense of trust